Welcome back to the Solar Selection Podcast. How are you doing? Thanks for locking in. Got some wonderful new music from Charlotte Haining right now. BC and Ember. Why do I play my hand before the night is over? Breaking down, caving in. Don't know why, but now I'm blind. And somehow I feel you closer. This illusion is playing my mind. This one's just out last Friday on Spearhead Records. It's called Before You. The B-side to this is Wicked as well. Ember on a remix. Really enjoying it. In the mix now, moving to Sharp Sedition by Changer. Darkness falls upon the city Like the ocean falls upon the sand Waves of sorrow leave me breathless Can you love this broken The Outsiders featuring Natalie, Spatial Attraction, it's on Galaxy. Hey 
Smile of John Doe on Solvent. This one's featuring Fresh Knee. This is the Seller Selection Podcast.
This is, of course, that stuck in the middle bootleg that's been tearing around TikTok and social media right now. Big up Ginge on this one. Cream tea pen. Molly Collins. Elevators, what you know about the bridge, what you know about the decks, and I'm not talking about one, 
this one's New Day by Galaxy on Shogun Audio. track called new something to another track called new something this is new love this is a logistics remix as part of the solvent meets hospital series got a lot of love for everything that's going on there solvent man please put me on the dl come on So I'm wishing you all the best. Hope life's treating you well. Got some exciting news about this podcast. Looks like I'm going to be changing up the format a little bit here. Uh, I've been wanting to get a co-host for this thing for a while and maybe making it a bit more talk focused. Still keeping it about new music at its core. I'm really, really, really blessed to be able to play a lot of the music that I play. But it's nice to talk about the scene as well and have someone to bounce ideas off. So you can expect I might be joined fairly recently, fairly recently, fairly soon, by none other than 12-step audio. And 12-step and I got together this week and did a little bit of a test stream, a bit of an alpha stream. We want to try and broadcast our podcast. Broadcast it live to TikTok, but still with the production quality you'd expect from a podcast. A bit more free flowing, a bit more chat, a bit more fun, a bit more banter. Our guests join in the chat from now from time to time. Still like to feature guest mixes and interviews as well, of course. So watch the space, and if you want to watch the uh, ridiculously comical struggle porn that is the test stream, you can find that on my YouTube. Right now I'm talking all over the top of one and only by Matthew, so I'll be quiet and let you listen to it for a bit.
is a new one from LSB. It's called Dixieland. It's out on the Precinct label right now. They've got a various artists print that's out right now. Like a lot of the tunes on there. Big up everyone involved with that piece of work. find LSB is one of those producers you don't really hear a lot about. But it just keeps turning up and keeps putting out new music. Put an album out earlier this year. That's really good. Released it on Pay Your Own Price as well. Big up for doing that, man. It's always appreciated. mix going so if you like what you're hearing here tune in to me on UK Flavor do every other Monday night 8 till 10pm it's ukflavor.co.uk or you can tell your smart speaker to enable UK flavour drum and bass. She'll probably know what to do. Sometimes she's a bit testy. This right now is a track from Isotropic. It's called In The Dark. There's one called Want You by Sam Binary, featuring Deviant, and it's out on the North Quarter. Uh, 
Coming in right now is a new one from Vibe Chemistry. This is Rock to the Rhythm. It's accompanied by a record called Baddest. doing it again with their signature sound let's pick up the pace a minute this is Cutlow with one more chapter Sun Binary and Deviants for real. This one's for all my jungle heads. If you haven't already checked out Cookie T's Jungle Mix on the last episode, go check it out now. Absolutely loving this, like modern, minimal, strip back, breaky. Oh, just love it. 
You're listening to the Sounds of Seller on the Seller Selection Podcast. This one coming in, fresh one called Moments from Spective featuring Sydney, and it's out on Transparent Audio. This one right now is Lock Off by Drum Dad and Bass Boy. Keeping the energy up. Going into Bensley, hit the lights.
Well, there you go. There's my mix for this episode, featuring a bunch of new tunes I wanted to play with you guys. Go check out all those producers, support all those labels. Big thanks to all the labels and producers that send me music to play. Big thanks to all the listeners for listening in. Right now, it's probably about time for me to introduce our guest. Of course, you'll absolutely know his summer anthem toxic bootleg Britney Spears refix bringing it right back up to date you might have seen some of his other tracks like Warrior let's get formula in and now Guest mix comes courtesy of a DJ and producer who has releases this year on Invicta and Wonky Goose, along with the bootleg of the summer. It's of course, the mighty formula. How are you doing, sir? Good, good. How you doing? Great, man. Yeah, thank you so much for joining me. It's great to have you here. I'm super excited to talk about the year you've had so far and what's ahead for you. But first, can you tell me a bit about you and your background and where you're based at the moment? Yeah, sure. So um, I was born in the UK um, in a little place called Bedford. It's not that great, um, but it gets the job done if you want to be brought into the world anyway. <laughs> and then um, I was um, I moved out to the Caribbean when I was about, I don't know, maybe four um, and lived out there until I was 18, moved to the UK. Um, so don't really know that much about UK culture until I moved here four years ago. Um, and yeah, since then it's been sick and I'm in Bristol now. I've been living in Bristol for just going on to three years. This will be my third year um, that I would have been in Bristol and uh, I love it. It's sick. Yeah, Bristol's got a cool vibe, right? I was down in Bristol for my my first time a few weeks ago. I played at Basement 45 and it was kind of like, you can tell it's the drum and bass city. Like everybody you walk, you walk around, you bump into people, you can tell like, oh yeah, this is the drum and bass city right here. The Caribbean culture is mad here. I didn't realise until um, I was speaking to one of my teachers before I was going to uni um, and she's from Jamaica and she was telling me that like one of her sister's teachers in, in Bristol in like St. Paul's area and she was and she was saying that she bumps into so many students that that um, um, that have like always wanted to like understand and work out why um, like why they were all going to Bristol and it was basically because of the Caribbean culture in that particular part of the city is exactly the same as it is at home I went to a pub the other night and it was identical decor identical layout and everything it really spun me out <laughs> so, so would you would you say you've managed to find a place that you feel at home then would you describe that sort of Caribbean vibe as at home 100% yeah I mean like, the more you go into the city centre a little bit less but then like at the same time yeah like where I'm living right now is perfect I love it around there it's sick so mm. So does that, does that culture in your background influence your sound a bit? I was going to ask you a little bit about your sound because you definitely have what I describe as like a sound, right? Your your style is is really raw, it's really driven, it's quite it's upfront, obviously. And do you think that what what influences that? Like, tell me a bit about how that comes together. I think, well, obviously because I like just just growing up on a tiny island it's like right next to jamaica the main influences for our music were the jamaican radio stations and what they were charting and then the us and our closest state is 
Miami, Florida, which again also has uh, like a pretty large black communities in different areas, which makes it another place where a lot of my mates would go to university because they know, A, it's close to home, Florida's hot, and they get crocodiles too. So it's like kind of perfect. Um, but yeah, like the music in particular was um, was obviously it's a it's a dramatic it's a it's, it's a Caribbean island so like you will expect um, like you know lots of reggae music all the time even people that come on holidays like always say to me like oh the holiday was so good like what was your favorite part oh it was definitely all the reggae music and like we have like live steel pan like when you get off the plane there's steel pan people playing as you enter the like immigration is mad like obviously because of covid now they can't do it but that was probably my favorite part about flying home from like a summer holiday when i come to the uk was going back and hearing those pans literally as you're stepping off the plane it was quite sick so like the feeling of the temperature the sound of the pans it kind of straight away flicks that switch and you were like okay this is home this yeah, is the culture I am now yeah yeah, yeah and i think the other thing which has kind of driven like my sound and the way that i've done things is like um I started making music when I was like 12 and obviously a 12 year old you can't ask your parents oh can you buy me the latest copy of Ableton and it, you know how expensive it is like it, it's so expensive for a 12 year old to ask for their birthday you'd, I think you'd have to ask for like five years in advance of birthday presents to be able to get it so um, I had like the free trials for a really long time and I would just audio record all of the stuff I was making and I couldn't save it and that was it. Um, I had a, like, my speaker setup at home is still really, like, shit because I basically found, um, like, a home entertainment, um, like, system in a skit. And I was like, oh, my God, if this works, these would be brilliant for monitors because they're absolutely massive. <laughs> um, and they did work. I just had to buy an amp, for, like, a, a, almost like a boat amp. Not even, it wasn't even like a proper audio amp. It was more for like, you were meant to like attach it to the hull of your boat so you could have radio and <laughs> Bluetooth. Um, so like my setup at home is really rough and rugged and like I never properly learned how to make music. It's kind of just been every day making it, see what happens. And that's kind of led me into this sort of like really, really rough sound and like a lot of my music's quite loud because I just push it loud like and that's a lot of people get at me for that they're like you need to you need to mix your music down properly you need to do this 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 I'm like nah it sounds yeah. good <laughs> yeah and like I'll hold my hands up right the first few times I heard some of your music I was like oh it's a bit raw it's a bit unrefined like there's a bit, a bit that needs to go on here but then when you sort of start to listen to your music as like a collection of work, like instead of just randomly hearing a track, if I hear like an EP you've put out, right? Mm. The, you feel that there's actually like a consistent vibe. And mate, I relate massively to what you're saying about just make it work. Yeah. Like use what equipment you've got and make it work. Like you see where I'm at, right? This is just exactly how it <laughs> yeah, is. Yeah, man. yeah. Um, so a huge props to you for that. Like absolutely got a lot of time for that big up because you're sat like your sound you know the warrior ep right it's so up front it's so driven it's so in your face it's got that vocal like where does that vocal come from it's a, so it, so ragga twins did a sample pack i'm gonna say off the top of my head like 2014 2016 time and um they basically put this pack out and people re only really used it for american style dubstep because that was what ragga twins were working with skrillex at that sort of time and everyone was like oh mate i need some ragga twins vocals they cost a lot to put on a tune 
Um, so when they did that sample pack, people in America and the Caribbean, like you, you knew about it or you didn't. I only found out about it because one of my mates sent me a project for a collaboration and it had this tiny little chop of a sample pack and it had the code in it. And I was like, what is this? Because it sounds like Ragga Twins, but I'm not sure if it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm going to put this code into um, Splice and just see if it's on Splice. It wasn't. I put that code into Loop Masters and then I found this whole massive pack. I was like, oh my God, perfect. And then I've, I'm not even joking, I've used every single vocal in that pack now. Every <laughs> single one. All I'm waiting for is for is for Ragga Twins to go, oh yeah, we like this one. Can we can we do it properly? I'm like, yes, 100%. I don't want to use that vocal. It's already been used. Like, um, And that was the cool thing about the, 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 the Warrior EP was I because two of the tracks on the EP have their vocals in, Give Praise and Warrior. And um, so that came out and it did really well. And then Ragga Twins messaged me and I was like, oh my God, I'm fucked. Like, they're gonna be like, hey, where's the feature? Come on, bruv. And they were, no, they, they messaged me saying, hey, like, we really like what you did with those, uh, with, with that vocal pack, like, the, like just big ups, like that was sick. And, um, they were saying like that other people had used the sample packs, but they hadn't used the entire flow and bar and worked a whole tune around it like you did. People would just take like a tiny little chop of them saying like bad man or, or whatever, and then use that as their whole tune. I mean, I'm pretty sure that there's a tune on Hospital from 2016 that has the same um, acapella from Warrior, but it's literally just two words. Now, good, good on you for doing that, man, because it's, Ragga Twins especially, you know, it's about the performance, it's about it being organic. When they get on stage, it's live, it's raw, it's it's too loud. Like it definitely fits your it's vibe. How it's yeah. Meant to be. yeah, it's how it's meant to be, yeah, exactly. And that's the thing that I'm because obviously like, I grew up around like uh, the, the sort of carnival culture that you have in like you know, it's like this weekend coming up, as when, when we're recording this, is where Notting Hill's gonna be going on. I've still not been. And I really want to go next year, but this year I can't because I'm a bit too busy. But like that sound system culture you'd have a dj doing infinite wheel ups of every single tune they'd, they'd have a whole little like they'd, they'd they'd have a separate little console for for sirens and mc saying stuff from time ago and then you'd get an actual set of mcs who their day job they're not an mc they work at a law firm but like it's mad and that that was the sickest part about when, because I've always been a massive fan of Ragga Twins, they just, like you said, they've got a really rough and like rugged sort of sound to themselves. Um, and then obviously working with Skrillex uh, on loads of music and stuff like that really like pushed me into their sort of stuff. And then, yeah, so when I found this pack and then they messaged me about the whole EP, I was like, this is unbelievably sick. So hopefully, who knows, maybe I actually might end up having them on a tune for real. One thing I really want to do is if I ever get them on a set, then I'd, I'd would like I'd love for them to record a live version with me of Warrior and Give Praise, because um, that would be sick. <laughs> that would be wicked. Well, you you got a lot going on in the gig space right now. Maybe that's coming in the future for you. That'd be cool. Yeah. Speaking of a lot going on, um, <laughs> you smashed it this with the toxic bootleg, right? This thing went viral as all hell, blew up massively. Um, do you think it's fair to say that that's been a massive step forward for you? Uh, can you tell me a bit about the impact that's had for you? Yeah, the I think the timing of it was perfect because my EP on Invicta was literally about to come out. It was the, I had a three-week window. I was like, I've got no music, but this toxic bootleg has 
four of the main sounds that are in my EP. So I was like, this is a perfect free download to put out. Everyone's asking me for it. Thanks to Dom, because obviously Dom yeah, White course, made yeah. it out everywhere. And it got so much attention on TikTok. And I've never been messaged more about a song before that, <laughs> apart from Warrior. Like, those two tunes were up there, and they were sort of barking at each other, like, I want to go first, let me go first. And then they both ended up just going at the same time, pretty much. And yeah, the response was crazy. Like, I've never had, I've never had a drum and bass song do that well um, on my SoundCloud alone. You know, it's not on Spotify and stuff like that, and um, and for it to get that, like for it to do that much of a number was crazy, and it's literally pushed me over. I think I put it when I put it out. I think I was at seven thousand followers, and I've gone right to nine, like in 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 the space of a month, which is crazy. And obviously that's because it's a free download. So in order to get it, you got to follow me. But it means that all those people, like now, if I put out a tune on my SoundCloud, it will pop up on their phone. Um, which is the whole premise of that sort of like the gate side of things but it's been mad like seriously mad I mean High Tea that whole festival um, I, I got booked for that I'm fairly confidently because of Toxic because um, a few of their artists had been asking me for it and I'd sent it to one or two of them and then um, I got put onto their agency and then they booked me for the festival um, so it was like a crazy month of I had literally just made the bootleg and then I'd sent it to Dom Dom had played it loads of people had worked out that it was me then it got leaked on DMB spread and that confirmed it um, and then yeah just complete skyrocket after that it's about to hit 100k it's going up and up and up every day and that'll be the first drum and bass tune I've done on my SoundCloud to surpass a uh, hundred thousand so yeah, congrats man congrats thank you <laughs> um yeah like i think from my point of view right we met i say met we, um i kind of collared you on dom's boat um, <laughs> and i genuinely had no idea who you were right so i turned up i didn't know who was supporting i didn't know who was the first dj i'd watched you play your entire set it was fucking lit um, and I ran into you afterwards and I was like, shit, I need this guy on Instagram because I love his vibe. I love that set. I loved hearing that kind of music be played out. And then you handed me my phone back and I was like, oh shit, this is the guy that did the toxic bootleg. <laughs> <laughs> and I was yeah. just like, oh, of course, man. So all those cheat, right? It made perfect sense, right? And yeah, apologies, mate. Like, I didn't know what you looked like, right? No. Um, but I was blown away, man. Like, I came back from Dom's boat, like, re-enthused about upfront drum and bass because you'd played it in a way oh man I'm going to use terms that will probably upset people but you'd played it in a way that wasn't just ridiculous like you'd given space to every track that you played you'd enjoyed the sound as you've been playing it as well like you were having such a fucking wicked time behind the decks and everybody <laughs> that was there was as well and it was yeah. a right vibe and then of course Dom comes on afterwards and does Dom's thing and it's just mental like people trying to smash the roof off the boat and it's redlining <laughs> more than I've ever seen any set redline <laughs> but whatever it was it was a party right it was a vibe um, yeah but I guess I wanted to ask you like how did the boat thing come about for you was that did you know Dom or did that come about because of toxic or like what was it how, yeah, so it, it, it is quite a funny story so obviously Dom came to Bristol to do his uh, the bike ride and it was on a Sunday and it was on a Sunday of a Formula One Grand Prix and I do not miss Grand Prix yeah, unless same, man. Uh, and um, so like my housemates were like oh we're going to go to the Dom Whiting thing on the bike I was like oh 
the Grand Prix on. That's a hard like, choice to make. Yeah. So that explains your name, yeah. I assume, right? Yes. Yeah. So okay. my yeah, my name comes from that. Um, and I I was like, ah. Oh, no, it's fine. I'll watch the Grand Prix and I'll go after. Like, they usually last a couple hours, don't they? Um, so I watched the whole Grand Prix. It was rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> it was, I really hadn't missed out on anything good. Um, as soon as it finished, I, uh, I, I literally pegged it down to the harbour side because the bike ride had finished and they were at the Millennium Square at that point. And, um, or the, Lloyd, the Lloyd's Amphitheatre, even. And, um, and I got there it was unbelievable I'd never seen that many people there before and I was like this is sick spoke to I, I saw Don was mixing and then they started handing over to other DJs and stuff like that bearing in mind that just before I'd gotten there Don had played Give Praise again um, and it went crazy because you could see him and then this whole bowl of people who were all just going nuts and I saw that video and I was like okay now I definitely have to go now yeah um, and then I spoke to Dom after he'd come off from DJing and he'd handed over to a few other DJs who had been there uh, on the ride. And um, I was like, hey, like, thank you so much for playing all my music out. It's been sick. And he was like, no worries, man. Like, 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 you, like you were sick. Like, did you catch the ride? I was like, no, unfortunately, I was watching the Grand Prix. And he was like, oh, don't tell me. Don't tell me because oh, yeah. I'm going to watch the highlights when I get home. And I was like, oh, sick. You like Formula One? He's like, yeah, I love Formula One. I was like, oh, calm. Uh, so we got talking about that and 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 yeah, I think we just had a really like we just really hit it off and then um he messaged me asking for more tunes and so I sent him because I didn't actually send him the stuff for Invicta Invicta sent it. So then I, I I sort of felt compelled. I was like, well now I need to send you some music that's not like that's that's not gonna be coming out for a long time. Um and that's me. Like I make so many tunes that I'm sitting on like a thousand plus unreleased songs, it's ridiculous. And so like I send out music and I have no clue whether it'll come out in a month or like four years. I just don't know. So that was why I thought I'll send Dom some stuff because he'll appreciate that there are some dubs in here that no one else is going to have. Um, and then he asked me about um, his label that he's starting up. And he said, do you want to sign some music to the label? I was like, yeah, that'd be sick. Because um, he's got serious pull and his fans as well are brilliant. Like everyone at that boat party was on such a good vibe. But like there was no bad energy from a single person on that boat. I mean, there, there was a fight on the upstairs. Yeah, but um, there, was, there was different reasons. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. Like, it wasn't anything to do with the music or anything to do with that. And it was, uh, like, from like from raving in Bristol to going out on a boat in, in the Thames. That was my first time on the Thames, by the way, and my first time playing in London. So I was like, this is all new to me. But the boat parties, I grew up doing boat parties at home. That was where I started DJing, where I was on boats. Um, so it felt kind of... Like I'd done a full circle to be in the UK playing in London, but on a boat. <laughs> like, um, and so yeah, he basically messaged me about the label stuff. I said yes. I sent him some music, and then he asked me if I wanted to play the boat party, and I said yeah, sure. And originally it was meant to be me, one other artist, and then Dom, but then Dom just decided to put me on by myself as direct support, which was awesome <laughs> as you were there, and it was because it meant that. For the first time in ages, I was going up to a, I was rocking up to a gig knowing that there were going to be people in my room because it's a boat. You can't leave the boat. Yeah. And it's like, I was playing the music when people were already getting onto the boat. And then by the time that we left the port, I had a full room of people to play my first tune to. And it was perfect. Like, um, and yeah, like you said, I like 
my sets are a, a bit more forward driven and a bit more heavy. Um, but in like, it was more like instead, like you said, instead of me like just playing one tune 16 bars in and then going to the next one, going to the next one, I was giving some tracks time to breathe and to let things build up and stuff like that. Whereas with the guest mix, <laughs> yeah, it's full on. <laughs> fast. It's full on. No, it's good. It's good. It's good. It's a good vibe. It's a really good vibe. Yeah. So that was how that whole thing came about with Dom and, and that was all I think from Toxic really um, yeah it's cool a um, couple of points from me right uh, <laughs> Dom's really chatty but I don't know Dom but he's really chatty on DMs and I'd said to him yeah man you're not going to play for four hours are you who's playing before you I'll play before you which of course just got like a like and a cheers mate but <laughs> that was it but like yeah you just got to put yourself out there haven't you um, yeah no 100% but yeah maybe there's scope for a Formula 1 DMB DJ um, group chat so uh, yeah if that comes a thing I'm in I'm just saying I'm in <laughs> well I was talking to a few artists at Lakota about doing a drum and bass like sort of like day social for DJs and going out go-karting in Bristol fuck me I'm just there bro just have it have it all filmed like <laughs> if I don't win I need to quit music <laughs> yeah honestly that'd be sick please let me come and tag along and be the, yeah, <laughs> be the weird kid in the corner <laughs> I'll message you <laughs> cool 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 Formula what's next for you man I've got some remixes coming out I've got bulk up beats Audio Addicts and Lion Dub International um, so look out for those not sure what months they're coming out yet but um, you'll see them on my socials and stuff like that uh, and then yeah some some lab- uh, some really big label releases which I'm super excited for and I'm doing lots of collabs with lots of my favourite DJs shout out to Anais Wicked man that sounds like loads of fun maybe we'll get the chance to play some of that stuff here in due course um, so you put together an absolute sheller of a mix right now shows off your signature sound I'm going to play that right now if you can tell me how you put that together quickly and then introduce it we will sign off yeah I just basically put in all my favourite dubs that people have sent me some new music uh, some new remixes some new singles and uh, yeah I just recorded it on the decks and sent it straight over to you so uh, hope you guys enjoy the mix it's a serious stomper one so I hope you enjoy <laughs> dude thank you so much for taking part man I really appreciate you no worries thank you very much for having me it's been really nice to chat This is Formula, and right now you're listening to the Seller Selection. Bah! Thank you. 
into the cellar selection.
there you have it folks what an incredible mix thank you so much for joining us this week we'll be back again in two weeks in the meantime wherever you go go with humility and dignity we will catch you on the flip side